0: gonna have a seat this morning well uh, called by name takes a seat and we turned our attention to uh, nonfiction God here we're in a, a series called uh, nonfiction God and uh, what we're doing in these uh, Sunday messages is uh, trying to look at the reality of who God is to uh, take in what what the Bible reveals to us about who God really is and in so doing to let go of some of those uh, fictional images of, uh, of who God is. And so last Sunday we went through some of those those uh, kind of fictional characters and uh, uh, got a sense that God exists, right? So now we get to move into trying to understand uh, who this God uh, really is. And even though we move into who he really is around uh, being somebody who knows it all, and is Johnny on the spot there, right? Um, even as we move into, this, into these elements of God, these Attributes of God, um, we we often bump into those same kinds of fictional ideas about what, what it means when we say this. So today, for instance, we're going to understand from God uh, that God is somebody who um, knows it all. Uh, that's right, God is a know-it-all. Okay, uh, he he knows it all. But what does it mean for us to say, you know, look, God knows it all? For some people, if you go to the next screen. For some people, it's kind of like this fictional idea, right? Do you know these guys? Come on, somebody knows these guys. Thank you. Pinky and the Brain, absolutely. I love Pinky and the Brain. They're great. I love watching them, of course. And uh, what's the question that Pinky always asks the brain? What are we going to do today, brain, right? Or tonight, brain. And brain says... Yeah, like every night, Pinky, we're going to try and take over the world, right? What's he gonna, how's he going to do that? Well, what's the brain all about? The brain is all about these scheming, fantastic ideas that he comes up with, these plots and schemes in order how he can take over the world, right? And, and a lot of times when we say, listen, one of the attributes of God that he reveals to us is that he just knows everything, is that we limit that to this fictional kind of understanding that says, well, God is really smart. You know, God is just really bright. He's really smart. And, 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 it's, and it's this fictional God that's just kind of really bright and smart and kind of always scheming and always... Take in today. Just, just let go of all those fictional understandings about what it means for God to be uh, one who knows everything. And try to just grab, if you will, the immense nature of of what it means to know a God who knows everything. Because it's not this. What the scripture would have us see about God is so much bigger and broader than some God who's just kind of scheming and trying to take over the world with his schemes and plans. 1 John 3 says, But even if we don't feel at ease, God is greater than our feelings, and he knows what? Everything, right? So it's more than just saying God is really smart or God is a genius. It's it's saying, listen, God is He is just this eternal wisdom. He is one who is beyond all understanding. He He is one who captures absolute, perfect knowledge. He knows all things and how they work. He created all things and put them together. He knows everything from the path the moon will take at night to the path the sun will take in the day. He knows absolutely everything. He knows all the answers to the mysteries that you and I ask, and He knows all the mysteries we haven't even discovered, and He knows the answers to all the mysteries that we haven't even discovered yet. Do you get a sense of how incredible the knowledge and the wisdom of God is? Don't limit God into a fictional God that only is just somebody who's really smart and really bright. God is awesome in his knowledge. He knows the future as well as knowing the past. If you look at what uh, Matthew 10 uh, says, it's Jesus talking to his disciples, and he gives us a a hint of, of just the vastness of the knowledge of God. He says, aren't two sparrows sold for only a penny? But your Father knows. He knows when any one of them falls to the ground. How incredible is the knowledge of God. He knows the smallest of instances that occur in the farthest places of our universe and the universes we haven't even discovered yet. He knows the smallest particle of dust in a universe that we don't even know exists but he called into being he knows the smallest and the greatest of everything there is to know you see we can't even capture in our own finite knowledge we can't even capture the incredible nature of what God is in his person as one who knows everything this is who God is This is the immense, incredible, awesome nature of the knowledge of God. He knows everything. You with me on that? Now here's what's incredible about it. If we accept this truth from Scripture, that that God just reveals himself as this kind of God that, that is so beyond even our ability to capture in his knowledge and wisdom and understanding. To also understand that this same God, who knows so much more, is also intimately acquainted with each one of us. That He knows us. That God knows absolutely everything there is to know about each one of us. He knows all about you. In Psalm 139, David begins to unpack this understanding of of not only the knowledge of God, but that this God who knows so much, knows each one of us so intimately. He says, You have looked deep into my heart, Lord, and you know all about me. How much does God know about you? More than you do. He knows absolutely everything about you. He knows absolutely everything there is to know about each one of us and then David tries to to get a handle on that and he tries to describe what it means to have a have a God who knows that intimately who knows us that intimately and so he starts out and he says listen he knows everything there is to know about it. he knows our thoughts he knows our thoughts so he says you know when I'm resting or when I'm working and from heaven you discover my thoughts he knows everything that runs through here Every decision that we wrestle with, everything that, that comes across our brain, He knows it. Everything that keeps us awake at night because we're wrestling with some kind of decision or something that's going on in our lives and we're, we're running it through our brain over and over and over and over and over again. You got you like to do that, right? He knows. He knows each one of those struggles that you're having inside of here. He knows. He knows the smallest of thoughts. And he knows those little thoughts that come into your mind that you'd like to just push out. He knows. David says he knows us so intimately that he also knows our direction. You notice everything I do and everywhere I go. You see, nothing escapes the experience of our life. Nothing escapes him. He knows everything that we're about. He knows where we think we ought to go. He knows where we end up going. He knows every decision we make and what direction we make. He knows when we say, Boy, we just got to go do this or we just got to go do that. He knows. He knows every step we take before we even begin to move our feet. He knows. David says he knows our thoughts, he knows our directions, he also knows our words. Before I even speak a word, you know what I will say. Before we can even formulate it into actually utterances, David says, listen, this is the knowledge of God. This is how incredible God is. How intimately he knows each one of us. He knows the words before they even come out of our mouths. He knows. And he knows our challenges. David says... And with your powerful arm, you protect me from every side. He knows intimately what's going on in our lives. He knows the challenges that are coming up against us. He knows the struggles that we face in our lives. And notice David says, look, his powerful arm, right, is there to protect us from how many sides? Is anything going to sneak up on us that God doesn't know? You see, there's nothing that's going to sneak up on us. God, His wisdom, His knowledge surrounds our lives. There's nothing that's going to happen. There's nothing that's going to sneak up on us that's going to be a surprise to God. God knows. God knows every little thing about us, and He knows everything that has happened in our life and is going to happen in our life. This is the incredible nature of the knowledge of God. David receives all of that and he steps back from all of that and he just kind of says, wow, that's awesome. Are you saying, wow, that's awesome right now? I mean, that's incredible, isn't it? David says, I can't understand all of this. Such wonderful knowledge is far above me. David understands his position in relationship to God, but he also understands this. If this is the nature of God, and this God knows me that intimately in all of those ways, then I must matter to God. Amen? Think about this now. If God knows you this intimately, this God whose knowledge is beyond our comprehension, if this God who knows the furthest particle of dust in the universe, so also knows every little part of you and every little experience and thought and word and direction in your life, do you realize how much you matter to God? That He would give you such incredible attention. You see, if you're sitting out there today and you don't feel like you really amount to much, that that you're really not worth very much, then you better take a look at how much God understands your worth. If you're sitting there today and you don't feel like you measure up in life, that somehow you just haven't achieved enough or, or somehow you're just not good enough or all of those things that we try to measure ourselves in life, you better step back today and see the nature of God because God looks at you and He focuses His attention on you because you absolutely matter to Him. He knows absolutely everything about us and we matter. Remember that Matthew 10 where Jesus was talking about the sparrows falling? you got to go back and visit that one more time and, and look at what he says in there about us. You know, it's the sparrows, the two sparrows, will sold for a penny. Your father knows when they fall to the ground. Now look at verse 30. Even the hairs on your head are counted. Anybody know how many hairs you got on your head? You probably know how many have fallen out, right? I mean, you kind of count those every day. Like, oh, another one. Oh. No, that's 28. I mean, you know how many have fallen out. But He knows how many are still there. And He knows how many were there when you were born. He knows how many will be there when you're... Well, when there's not too many there. He knows. You see, this is how much you matter to God. He knows you that intimately. And look how Jesus leads us to a conclusion. If we receive that this morning, if we understand that and we receive that... Notice his conclusion in verse 31. Would you say that phrase with me? So don't be afraid. What's the conclusion? If God knows you this intimately, if the God of the universe, who is beyond all knowledge and comprehension, who knows everything, if He knows so much, and He knows you so intimately, you have nothing to fear. So don't be afraid. You are worth much more than many sparrows. The wisdom it leads us to is to understand that God knows us so intimately because we matter so much to Him and because we matter so much to Him and because of who He is, we don't need to be afraid. No matter what takes place, we don't need to be afraid because we know this is the God and we know this is the God that focuses on us in our lives. Now there's another revelation in all this. So we got to we got to be aware of, right? And you're probably already aware of it. Because as I've been sharing with you. About how God knows you intimately. And He knows everything about you. Wasn't there this little bell that went off in your head also. That says, oh no, He knows. Right? Wasn't there the moment in your head where you said, oh, oh, He knows. Oh, darn it right I mean he knows he knows absolutely everything and because he knows we can come clean You see he knows those things that we would wish nobody else would know he, he, he knows those things that we would wish never would have come into our life somehow he, he knows those things that we carry around that we like to keep hidden those things that embarrass us those things that we feel guilty about those things that bring shame into our lives, he knows. And because he knows, there is an invitation and a freedom there to come clean. We can just come clean. Look at Hebrews 4. Nothing is hidden from God. Okay, we know that. Got it. He sees through everything and we'll have to tell him the truth. Do you remember the experience of of, uh, Adam and Eve in the garden? And remember, they're in the garden and they ate the apple and then they went and jumped in the bushes because they were ashamed. And God comes walking in the garden. He walks in the garden and he says, Adam, where are you? Now think about that question. Based on what we've already discovered about God, did God know where they were? Sure, absolutely he knew where where they were. And he says, where are you and what have you done? Right. Well, did he know what they had done? of course he knew what they did. He knew right where they were. He knew exactly what they had done. So why does he ask the question? Because he knows our need to let go of our burdens. How good does it feel when you take those things that are hidden and you let them go in the light? You see, God knows what you need. He knows you. And because he knows you, he gives us that invitation to come clean, to let go of those things, to to, to not try to hide them anymore, but to just release them from our lives and and to just let them go and admit them and get them out in front of us and say, I'm not going to carry these anymore. I'm going to let them go, and I'm going to let them be the responsibility of God and not mine anymore. We can let go and come clean. And here's what's really cool about it. Not only does He give us the invitation to say, let go of all those hurts, let go of all that shame, let go of all that guilt, but He already knows not only what we've done, but He already knows what's been done to us. He knows already the hurts and the wounds and the scars that we're also carrying because of what others have done to us. He knows. He understands absolutely Completely. Proverbs 15, the Lord sees everything, whether good or... You see any of that bad stuff? He knows. He knows the hurts you've had. He knows the wounds and the scars and the pains. He knows. There's a great verse uh, that uh, reminds us of God's intimate nature with each one of us in Psalm 56. It says, You have kept a record of my days of wandering... You have stored up my tears in your bottle and counted each of them. What the psalmist is is quoting here is the experience in the the Middle East that when a soldier would go off to war, when the soldier would go off to war, he would take a a vial and he would give that vial to his wife or he he would give that vial to his mother. And and they would receive that. And as they received that, they, they would say, In this vial I shall collect my tears that I cry every night for you. And when you return, I shall show you this vial so that you will know how precious and loved you are even when you're away from me. Isn't that cool? What God is saying here is, listen, He knows not only every tear that crosses your cheek, but He collects the tears. He shares in the tears. It's like He's got the vial. He he cries every day right along with you. There is no time in your life because He knows everything, that anything's going to happen that He's not willing to share with you and share the pain and the hurt and the wound with you. He shares and knows every single tear. You will never cry alone. You'll never cry alone because of the nature of of who God is, and because you matter to God. We can let go of our guilt, we can let go of our shame, and we can let go of our hurts and our wounds, and we can let Him take control of our lives. And that's ultimately where we get. Where we get this morning, hopefully, is, is in the revelation of not only who God is, but if I know who God is, then I know that God knows you follow me on this if I know who God is and I know that God knows then because I know I can let my life go. because I know who God is I can let my life go because I know the nature of God and this is exactly who God is I can let my life go and place it completely in his hands. Two of our young people are going to stand up here pretty soon this morning and, and they're going to say, yes, I believe in Jesus and, and I'm going to live my life for him. You see, that's the way we just let go and say, listen, my life is no longer about me. It's about whatever he wants for me. That I let my life go. Look look what the First Samuel says. No other God is like you. Okay, I know. I understand. I get it this morning. The nature of who God is. But because of who God is, we're safer with you than on a high mountain. Because we know who God is, the safest, the wisest, the best thing we can do with our lives is surrender them to this God. To let God have His way, to let God have His control. Why? Because He knows. He knows absolutely everything. And He's always working for our benefit. The best thing I can do with my life is surrender it to His control. The best thing I can do with my thoughts is surrender my thoughts to His control. The best thing I can do with the direction in my life is surrender that direction to His control. The best thing I can do with my words in my life is surrender those words to make sure they praise Him and adore Him. The best thing I can do with every piece of me is place it into the hands and control of the God who knows everything. Because I know, He knows, I can let go of absolutely everything. 1 Samuel says, I can tell those proud people, stop your boasting. Nothing is hidden from the Lord. Stop your boasting. I can stop trying to build my own life. I can stop trying to do it do it myself. I can stop trying to build myself up. And instead, let the God who knows everything do everything I need in my life. Because He knows. It's who He is. It is His nature and the bonus the bonus is that this god who knows everything is not a god who's going to stay far away from us but he knows us intimately and he's willing to be present with us he is a god who is willing to be present in every experience that we go through that each day each moment each breath each experience we have he chooses to be part of it that there is not a place in the universe then I can escape. That's what uh, David says in one thirty-nine. Psalm 139. He says, where can I go to escape from your spirit um, for, or from your sight? And He goes through a whole list. of, I could go here, I could go there, I could try this, I could do that. And the answer is, I can't escape. And this speaks about the nature of God again. For my good, God chooses to be with me. For my good. Because I matter so much to Him. He chooses to walk with me in absolutely every experience. And if I know this, if I know that He knows, and if I know that He's willing to be present, then I can release my life to Him and say, God, You're in control. Does that mean I'll understand why everything happens in my life the way it happens? Absolutely not. But you know what? I don't need to know. Because I know. He knows. You get it? I don't need to know why this happens or why that happens or what the hell. I don't need to know because I know. He knows. And He knows and He's willing to be present with me in whatever it is. All I need to know is He's greater than anything in my life. And I can surrender to Him. If you're a Christ follower, you've had that in your life already. You've had those experiences where the only thing you could do was to just say, I know God understands, I know God is in the middle of this, and I know God is present. And that's all you need to know. When uh, our first uh, son was born, Daniel was born, you know, his first child, this new experience, and and so Jill and I went to the hospital, and and they checked us in, and we went into the nice flowery room, the whole birthing room thing, you know, right? so it's nice and flowers and bright colors and really cool and welcoming and all this stuff, right? And we're in there for hours and hours and hours and hours, right? And and then we kind of figure out, okay, this is like not working. And, and eventually the doctor had to take us from this nice, flowery, cute, cutesy, beautiful, little fun room down this long hallway into this green tile antiseptic room with big steel lamps and all the antiseptic stuff. And we realized things just changed. Things were not going well. And the only thing we could do in that moment, the only thing we could do, because it was all beyond our control anyway, was just to say two things. I know God knows, and I know God's present, and that's all we need. I know He knows. He knows whatever is best. And I know He's present in whatever the outcome is. And that's all we need. And we could surrender that moment to whatever it is. We could surrender that moment. Because God is greater and He knows. Understand? Let's pray. Father, you do know your wisdom is greater than we could even fathom. We, we can't even get a a grip on what it means, the wisdom, the understanding that you have. Father, help us help us to just come to that place where it is it is just the only thing we can do to just give up our life to you. that we don't have to understand everything that, that all we need is to know that you know. And that you're present with us. Father, let that be enough. And give us a confidence then, because that's true, because of who you are, to walk forward in life in all things, trusting you above everything. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.